Protruding from the mountain is a massive archway covered in rough-hewn, angular carvings of ancient dwarvish kings, heroes, and their salamander companions. As you move deeper into the tunnel, and the outside light begins to fade behind you, you notice a tangle of geometric lines and runes running in a pattern down the walls start to illuminate with a subtle blue energy. The further you walk, the more vibrant these runes glow until the hallway is completely bathed in a calming bluish light. Uh, my character suspects a trap. <laughs> uh, Richard's character is sucked into the earth and destroyed. You see a plume of blood shoot out of the hole that he was trapped in. He has to roll a uh, new character. That's a nightmare on a Elm Street. Shit. <laughs> he re-emerges as himself, maybe. He re-rolls as an identical monk with a, the same name and same backstory. Uh, slightly different motivations, though. His sacrifice <laughs> saved everyone. <laughs> <laughs> uh sure finally you reach a giant chamber with four immense columns that reach so high their tops are obscured by darkness in the center of the room sits a pedestal supporting a giant glowing blue cube bound in chains and covered in runes that seem to be the source of the blue illumination beyond that at the other end of the chamber you see another beautifully carved archway only this one is shut off to you by two imposing stone doors you see the silhouette of a dwarf standing before the doors. Um, and before I ask you guys what you do in this situation, you leveled up from the last one. You fought some salamanders, you solved the puzzle, and you leveled up. You did it. I, that, I feel Me so now. rewarded for so little effort. Mm -hmm. This is a good carrot stick uh, well, thing. You, know, you bring up a good point. Maybe you don't <laughs> deserve to level up. No, no, I've already pressed the button. I, I mean, really, what yeah, did you do? I think... Me and Thali deserve to level up. I know. Well, you're a new monk who's already level two. The the last one died. Yeah. That guy was level that guy was level one. That guy was level one. You're a new level two monk. Thali, you 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 worked the hell out of this quest so far and you get a level up. I I put a lot of keys into holes, uh, in the first All those episode. Holes and keys. And then You've been level two in, for a while, I just failed to mention it. Actually, in the Thali. second episode I'm pretty sure I I missed uh, shooting at some geckos, and uh... <laughs> yeah, you learned a lot. You learn more from mistakes than mm -hmm. successes. Yeah, that's a that's a fair point. You do learn more from mistakes. Dolly, we're over here fighting salamanders. Stop fucking around with those geckos. Yeah, I was off. I was off somewhere else shooting at some geckos. <laughs> Wrong lizard. What do what do I guess rogues at level two? What do rogues get? Yeah, tell us a bit about your, your, your newfound powers and abilities. Maybe your new strong calf muscles and thick bones. I'm pretty sure I can I can now, um, as a bonus action, I can dash, disengage, or hide. So mostly I can get away and hide from things. 
uh, as a bonus action instead of using my action to do it. So I can, I can, you know, more easily escape from when I'm being punched at by a big man. Ah. I think that's, I think that's, that, that's adequate to uh, my experience. And I too can easily escape. Oh. Because I got patient defense. We got a couple of crags in here. And I can heal myself because I can't escape. Oh, you can heal? Yeah, I can heal myself a little bit. What are you? Just yourself? Just me. I'm a a fighter. Oh, just yourself. Yeah, I just get a a second wind. I breathe deeply into my knot lungs. Can you you breathe that second wind into someone else with a kiss? (laughs) That's a new house rule, Jed. Jed, you can heal people with a kiss. All right, well. Uh, A kiss from Morty. <laughs> the skeletus. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to find a way to form a seal on your skull lips, though. Yeah, I'm just gonna have to find some wax lips, put them on there. <laughs> uh, it's an attachment. Uh, shortly after the trap that destroyed York, Eli York, mm-hmm. uh, you find a loose stone, and when you dig it up, you find some wax. Good. Lips. Okay. <laughs> um, I'll I'll put that in my inventory right now. Look at that. They were just sitting right there. How come Morty gets those wax lips? Well, because we already got them. Aren't you going to introduce yourself, New Oh, home? yes. How do you know his <laughs> name already? <laughs> my name is Eli York. Ah, much like the last one. And my lips are not that full, so I'm very interested in those <laughs> wax lips you got there. Ah, yeah. You found three sets of wax lips. Oh, nice. And the professor's like, well, I'll take two of those. <laughs> Uh, one for me and one for the dog we've grown quite (laughs) fond of each other but it's hard to kiss a dog if you know what I mean (laughs) anyway yeah (laughs) that's the start of this session (laughs) anyway you guys are in a big chamber Uh, standing around this glowing cube Uh, so what's the deal what's going on watch out for traps there <laughs> Says so, new Eli. could you could you describe the room a little bit better? There's the the glowing cube in the center. Yes. So there's the glowing cube in the center. Uh, its illumination field doesn't quite reach far enough to light the whole room, but you can see the the like the runes coming off of it, going along the walls of the path you use to enter this place, and directly across. Uh, from the, your entrance is another archway with uh, big stone doors. And like I said, uh, there's a silhouette of a person standing there. But you can't really see much else in the room other than the four massive columns. They were the really tall ones. I kind of walk towards that silhouette. Yeah. Cool. Here comes a reroll. Does anything come into focus as I approach it? or? Yes. When you approach it, you can see that it is a dwarf. It's like an actual living dwarf or a statue of a dwarf uh at first it looked like a statue because it was just standing like perfectly still but when you get closer you can tell that it's a dwarf <laughs> a, a living a living dwarf hey uh you probably uh invitations uh yeah right mm-hmm. uh i believe we do have them uh, let me see i i start reaching around in my bones to see if i have any pieces of paper that resemble all, an invitation we all pull out our wax lips <laughs> pull out the wax lips that will suffice i'm just kidding <laughs> ah. uh, 
So uh, it's been a while since we've played, so I'll just remind you that Gerald did give you an envelope, and he also gave you a stone tablet. He gave those a Thali, right? Uh, I think he did give them the Thali, because he thought that the, it would be best kept in the hands of a dwarf. Okay. Uh, yeah, Thali remembers these things now, and he pulls out the envelope. And he hands it to the dwarf. He goes, here you go. This, that, should be, that should be everything. Okay. He pops the wax seal of the envelope mm. and opens it. And he says, you must be from the battle buddies. I can tell by the two Bs on the seal. And he reads it. And he's like, looks like you are short on laundry detergent, milk, eggs, and candy for the kids. Jelly beans, it says here. We we did eat all the jelly beans. I I again don't eat any of the jelly beans. Stop! Oh, God damn it! <laughs> Why are we discussing jelly beans? Why have you handed me this note? Fully, perhaps that's the wrong note. This is not an invitation. Oh well, I guess I get. He he hands it back to you, and it looks like it looks to be a, like a shopping list that's been shoved in the envelope. Well, now. Well, um, you did read that before we headed out, right? I mean, no. I pull out the tablet as well, and I, I look at it. What's on the... Is it just a big stone thing? It's a it's a stone tablet, a five-sided stone tablet. Uh, it's totally blank. I guess hand it to him. I hand it to him. Is, is this anything? Yeah, he grabs it, and he looks at one side, and then he looks at the other, and he says... Oh, wow. Where did you find this? I thought I would never see with my own eyes a completely blank and useless stone tablet yeah, with nothing well, on it. Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but this is rare. It does, it does appear we, you know, we have these, the invitations, they, may, they must have been, been swapped with something, you know, and, and I ended up with a shopping list and a blank stone tablet. And so I, I, do, I, I do promise we have those invitations. It's just... Well, oh. then if you do, your name will be on this guest list. Yeah, there you go. And he checks, he looks at the guest list. What are your names? Uh, I'm Morty. Morty. Bones. Uh, Morty Bones, yes. Thali. Silverbelt. And Eli York, the duplicate. And the professor and Biscuits aren't up talking to this guy with you. They, they seem to have, like... Uh, set out the lawn chairs again and are playing a board game and not really paying much attention. Um, but uh, he looks down the guest list. Mm, no, the only name on this guest list not currently in attendance is the Cold Wizard. Yeah, but I, I, as I as I mentioned, we do we do have invitations. They just well, then you can present back them at, to me. Back at, oh, it's a real long trip. We made it all the way here. You know what? If we fail the first mission, is it that big of a deal? There's obviously been a mix-up. Thali grabs the shopping list, and he starts, like, circling letters that are our names and, like, drawing a, a mad connection to try and turn the shopping list into an invitation. Um, Can I do a history check to kind of help him? Like, what a Dwarven Kingdom party symbol might look like absolutely i did get an 18 so yeah you can one thing you will know is that the invitation will more likely be on a stone tablet than a piece of paper okay. mm, so we do have the t- the tablet but you are familiar with the insignia of 
King Lyle's domain. He has a King Lyle copper shield, so it's usually the emblem has a shield on it with cross spears. Mm-hmm. So now we just gotta write on this stone then. And I was thinking if we can just like tape this piece of paper to it and then like <laughs> color it in. Um cool. Um so roll a deception check. That's a ten. I got a ten total. Um so the guard looks at it. How and this, he says I, I found no, this yeah. is an invitation. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now let me just check the guest list again. See? They've recently enacted two factor authentication for the parties. Oh we you need an invitation and to be on the guest you list. You already checked the guest list. Ah, you are correct. <laughs> you are not invited to this party. Boys Boys, we do have a problem. Is there is there any other way we can get in this party? Um I'm talking sexual favor. <laughs> Unfortunately for you, <laughs> the last group already did that, and I'm spent. <laughs> That's why they call me Rock Hell. Uh, his name actually is Rock Hell. <laughs> uh, so he says, you may wait until the party is over. Mm. Or people... Who who are invited to the party can bring in as many plus ones as they like. And the more the merrier. Except for us right now. With an invitation and on name on guest list. And I say again, every person in this party has been accounted for, save one. One? Who's that? The cold wizard. Yeah, we'll go. Fi- we'll go find him and bring him. Bring him with us. Does that sound? Does that sound good? And then we can. Then we can get on in. Hey guys, let's let's just have a conversation over here. Yes, team huddle. If you insist, and Trench joins you <laughs> over there. All right, I put my arm around Trench. Now, is this when we commence the sexual? <laughs> no, no. Uh, <laughs> this is when we commence the. How easy do you think you are to knock out? Yes, we're about to beat you senseless. Just a a swift thwack in the back of the skull. And Trench nods along. He's like, yes, I think you could easily knock out Trench Rockhelm mm-hmm. with a skull thwack. Skull <laughs> thwack. So, I I mean, that's always uh, an option. On the other hand, Cold Wizard. Do you know where the uh, Cold li- Wizard lives? The cold wizard lives on the mountain. Exactly. Mountain. His door is in this very chamber. I roll perception. Unfortunately, it's a six. I got an 11. I got a 14. Yeah. So, uh, when you explore the chamber, on the opposing walls flanking the uh, the audience hall door that uh, Trench Rockhelm is guarding, you find two more doors. A red door and a blue door. Uh, the red door depicts a carving of a burst of flame. And the other door, the blue door, depicts a snowflake. So I have a, a sneaking mm. suspicion mm-hmm. that uh, it's the blue door. I wonder why. Unless. <laughs> no, no unless. 
It's a puzzle. The professor's like, boys, don't don't look a gift horse in the mouth. I, I just <laughs> I just walk up to the blue door and knock. When you knock on the door, the door melts and reveals a narrow open pathway with some really steep stairs leading up and you get kind of like a cold uh like waft of cold air um emanates from the pathway how's it how's it feel morty does it feel cold do your bones rock with a chill uh you know what i not really have a lot of sensation (laughs) morty are you capable of feeling cold uh, no, actually. Are you capable of feeling anything, Morty? Uh, nope. Uh, and I just walk... Do you feel love? Uh, you know what? I, I feel like I am capable of love. You know? Well, we're capable of loving you, Morty, that's for sure. That's very nice. That's very kind of you. Um, I don't feel the same to you yet, <laughs> but... I, I, go, I go up to the doorway and feel if it is cold, which you already said it is, so... Um, it is. Yeah, you you almost feel like the whole chamber kind of like my goodness get a, a few degrees colder when you open that door, and you hear the professor go, "Ooh, oh boys, I hope you don't mind if I sit this one out. I just do not do well with the cold." Nope, we don't mind at all, professor. You can stay right there. Well, peaches and gravy, boys. Peaches and gravy. Ooh, go on. <laughs> mm. Do you have any? Of... Oh, I'll get that later. It's on the shopping list. Yes. And when you look back, you see uh, the professor and Biscuit still playing, and Trench has stepped away from his post to watch the game. <laughs> so do you guys go through the door? Up we go to climb the mountain. All right, so after you enter, the door refreezes behind you, and your path is suddenly illuminated by a series of torches, uh, and they're all giving off like an ice blue light. And the last thing you hear as the door is refreezing over is a full-bellied laugh from Trench and a chipper bark from Biscuits, and the professor says, Oh, you crafty bitch, best two out of three. And uh, you guys are in that pathway now. Does anyone else feel like we're being given the hard part of this quest? I'm not feeling that at all. (laughs) All right, well, York, I'll trust you. You go first, then. All right. Jelly beans away. Yeah, let's head on up the, the thing. So you you explore deeper into the up up the stairs. Yeah, uh, I grab one of the blue light torches if they're in a like a sconce that I can pull it out as we go up. Sure. Yeah, you can do that. So uh, you guys move along the path, and it's definitely pretty long. And eventually, you start to notice the stairs, like the platform of each step, grows smaller and smaller, giving you less purchase to grasp. And the distance between each step also increases. Mm. And it gets to the point where you're practically scaling like a sheer ice wall. Knew we should have went with a red door. <laughs> All right. Uh, follow my lead. There, climb on up there. Do I have to do a dex check or anything? or is it? You guys are going to have to try to figure out how to climb up this. Uh, but when you look straight up, you see like one, 150 feet, a big bloom of light. That's much brighter than the torches on the walls. I'm gonna jump to the next stair. Okay. I I am gonna wrap a rope around my trident and try and toss it up a decent ways. Try and use it as a python to secure the rope up higher. Cool. What do you need me to do for that? Uh yeah, let's do athletics. Uh fifteen. Okay, yeah, you managed to you managed to do it. And so York, are you are you trying to just like 
continue to jump your way up and climb without That's a rope. It's a good challenge. All right. Cool. Uh, so, yeah, you, uh, I'm going to have you give me an athletics check as well. All right. Ten plus one. Uh, so this this is harder than it seems. The fact that the wall is made of ice does make it challenging. Like, you're able to jump up and grab the next ledge, but it's, your, your grip slips underneath it. Uh... <laughs> and, yeah, you fall. <laughs> but I think you're probably able to, like... Your friends can either help you or you can grab onto the rope or something. I grab on the rope. So that you you guys are all going to climb up to where, where Morty's python was? If, yeah, if this rope is here. Awesome. So you guys have made it to the next python. I would say you probably only need to like climb another length or two to get it to, to the top. Oh, boys. I'm a lot more climbing than I expected. Fortunately, Morty has infinite sh- sharp pointy <laughs> weapons to throw. No, actually, what I think I'm going to do is I'm going to try and hammer in a dagger. Uh, as far and as deep as possible um, into the ice and try and secure the rope to that, if at all possible. And then try... Uh, I don't have any more rope. Does anybody have any more rope? I, I would say you guys are all have rope with you. Okay. That, that seems to make sense to me. Yeah. As part of your Battle Buddies Adventurers kit, when you go into the field, you guys have uh, enough rope to climb a, a wizard's ice wall. Okay. Yeah. So if we have another set of rope, I'll do the throwing the spear up higher from the hold that I have. I guess it'll. <laughs> cool. I'm assuming this one's going to be more difficult than the previous. You know, I wasn't thinking about it too much, but yeah, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> and I was trying to think if there's some way I can help you, but I don't know if there is. There's no way you can help a natural one. Oh no! Oh. <laughs> <boy>. <laughs> <laughs> Morty, no! Oh, wow. Morty, don't use the same rope we're holding on to. <laughs> Morty, you've recently leveled, and your bones have reached a thickness and fullness that <laughs> is wholly new to you. And you put a little bit too much mustard on this throw, and the trident goes further than you were originally planning, because you know you have a, a huge uh, distance to cover. Mm-hmm. And that has put the rope a good like 10 feet above you mm. so the trident did stick into the wall and the rope is hanging down but you're not quite within range of the rope to continue your climb well uh this is gonna be the tricky part guys um hopefully you all have daggers and a willingness to climb up a little and bit. a willingness to kill yourself <laughs> we're gonna scale with daggers that, that's my plan the Battle Buddies Adventure Kit comes with two daggers. I think technically I have a crowbar. Oh, I don't see how that's useful, but oh. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's better with climbing with than a dagger. Yeah, uh, I'm just going to dig daggers into the ice and try and climb that way. All right, cool. Yeah, give us an athletics. 15. Oh, shit. Okay, yeah, you managed to make your way up to the rope. All right, guys, it's just that easy. I will I will give it a shot as well with my crowbar and a dagger. Got a nine a nine to climbing ice wall. Yeah, I mean you're able to get into the wall, but you're having a hard time like moving up it. Maybe because you don't have like anything on your feet to give you traction against the ice wall. Alright, how how high up is like Jet? Uh Jet's Jet's just like hanging on the rope like ten feet above you guys. Right. It's not too far. Can we Mario jump off the walls? You can maybe apply pressure to both sides of the wall to shimmy your way up. Oh, damn. That's not quite as cool. Oh. 
Yeah. Or jump. Or wall jump. Wall jump. Wall on jump. The ice. Wall jump. And I'm going to use my step of the wind. And that, I would say, would be acrobatic. Yeah, that seems more acrobatic. That's some acrobatic shit right there. Wall jump. All right, that's a 19. Cool. So a 19 is a successful wall jump. You're able to wall jump your way up this icy wall. Um, uh, definitely high enough to get to that rope if you want to latch onto it. Mm. Or if you're feeling confident, you can you can push a lot. You can keep going. Let's keep going. Cool. So what are you going to do, Thali? Uh, I was, I was thinking about trying this wall jump maneuver cause it looks really good, but I'm not nearly Ooh. as good at acrobatics, uh-huh. um, but it is real tempting. Do it. So I'm going to give that a shot. I'm going to try and jump off this, this wall and onto the back wall behind me. And I'm going to try and jump off that one. That's an 11. Man, folly. <laughs> <laughs> now, now just let me give this a, oh boy. <laughs> oh boy here i go <laughs> all right you immediately slip on the first wall you try to jump off <laughs> of and uh because it's it's slick with ice shit but you didn't roll low enough to plummet to your death so you're gonna have a chance to catch back onto that first rope all right what do i need to roll the man i seriously uh underestimated how challenging this would oh, be oh yeah uh, i love it because this is something that og battle buddies could have done very easily yeah and I don't know why I thought a bunch of level twos <laughs> gonna do something a bunch of magical level like nines. Yeah. Uh, do I need to roll? What do I need to roll to try and catch that rope? Uh, roll a, a dex. Would it be a saving? Th- just be the dex saving throw. Yeah, yeah. Roll a dex saving throw to I'm, see if you can latch I'm onto that rope. Good at those. That's a nineteen. Hell yeah! You latch onto it and it swings you all the way up to the top. Wow. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> You latch onto that rope, and you're able to prevent yourself from plummeting. All right, I'm gonna to your death. I'm gonna grab the loose end of the rope and try and throw it up to um, Morty. Morty, Morty, I yeah. need your help. That okay. was terrifying. I, Catch yes, this. this whole this whole situation is not ideal, but uh, oh, uh, I need to catch something, right? Okay. Yes. Yeah. I I try and catch the rope. <laughs> yeah, catch that rope. Would that just be another dex check? Yeah, dex check. Okay, that's a 14. All right, so he throws it pretty much right into your hands. Okay. Because it's not that far. Time together, and then I can climb up them. Yes. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, York, you're still wall jumping your way up. Give me another roll, and I'll see if you make it all the way to the top. 21. Damn. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, cool. Yeah, you are able to jump your way all up to the very top ledge. Near the end, fatigue starts to kick in, but that doesn't that doesn't stop you. And so one more length of rope will will get you up there and uh eli is is looking down over the ledge at you guys just throw that trident at me (laughs) all right aim for the face (laughs) can do and i chuck it at him (laughs) cool let's do an attack roll for this okay yay (laughs) and then eli you're gonna make a deck save (laughs) so my attack comes to a 15. Alright. And I had a 12 deck save. Uh, since you didn't roll too high in your attack roll, and I, I'll determine the difficulty check, I think a 12 would be able to catch it, but just barely, like, narrowly. It just, like, barely pricks your skin, basically. Oh, man, that had some mustard behind it. <laughs> Alright, now just plant it up there, and we'll climb the rest of the way. Is it Heinz? Heinz mustard. Dijon. <laughs> spicy i also didn't really think about uh 
how we get down. Uh, don't worry, I'm strong enough to hold your guys' weight. Are you gonna plant it in the ground? Or uh, I'm gonna like just just hold it in my hands. Oh God. Okay. Mm. Okay. This is gonna uh, go well. Everyone, give me athletics. <laughs> Yay! Fourteen. Morty can successfully climb the rope. Four, fourteen. Uh, Thali falls to his nah, death. Nah. <laughs> Morty's lighter. He's just a bunch of bones. Thali got meat. It's true. But Morty's bones are pretty thick, so I'd say about evens out. Thali, you can carry yourself up the rope. Yeah. And York, let's see if you can support their weight. <laughs> yeah. That's a ten. Oh God! What? Uh, it's it's close. It's very close. At the last minute, I I dig it into the ground. Last minute, you dig it into the ground. They're like the trident into the ground. Yeah, you're slowly sliding your way to the ledge as they climb, and but you're but you give me a deck save to see if you can dig it into the ground in time before you plummet over the ledge and kill all your friends. Might have made a bit of a mistake. I I kind of like that for your overconfident character, though. Uh, <laughs> eight's good enough, right? <laughs> we all fall. Does some, does some uh, cold wizard come save us? No! <laughs> now, York, make sure you get it into the ground before we all fall. This was supposed to be the easiest leg of the adventure. Um, <laughs> God... Okay, you failed. You failed that deck slave and save, and you are falling over the edge. Um, so now you have to figure out if there's a way that you could stop all three of you from plumbing. Oh, whoops, a daisy. <laughs> Yuck! <laughs> I'm gonna grab my daggers out and dig them into the to the ice as quickly as possible. Everyone, react quickly. Okay, deck save. Yeah, I got my crowbar. Yeah, you hear you hear York say "whoopsie daisy" in that that. <laughs> I got a 19. Alerts. It alerts all you guys. All right, so Morty's able to dig his daggers in the wall. Is this is this just a dex check, or what is this again? Yeah, d do a dex save to see if you can, like... 17. Okay, so Morty, you're able to dig your daggers into the wall. Thali, maybe you're doing the splits between the two walls to catch yourself or something. I caught the crowbar on one and end. And you watch Eli fall past you guys see you later eli hope you have a triplet no, I'm just kidding. Uh... uh eli you can do a deck save to see if you can catch on to one of them or, or something all right oh now we're talking that's a 23 okay i cool. grab onto a calf um, muscle so you pull morty's leg off as you fall <laughs> it's like oh shit all right so you guys are all like five feet away from the ledge when this happens and you're mm. you are all able to catch yourselves fortunately uh, but you do lose the rope. And I, I'm guessing my trident as well. And the trident. Well. Oh, beans. All right. Uh, you owe me a trident, but good job. I guess we're all alive. That's really what matters. We made it. I owe you a trident. Yeah, that's that's what I said. You owe me one. Oh, you said, oh damn it. I need to turn Jets volume up. <laughs> damn it. Stupid. 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 Stupid, York. All right. I need to listen more. All right, so you guys have about five more feet to cover. I'm going to say after all these trials, I'm going to give you a pass. <laughs> yeah. We you made guys, it. You guys managed oh, to get man. over the... The last five feet were really the most exciting part. 
That was, yeah. <laughs> That's when we were on our commercial break. Mm-hmm. So when you guys all make it to the surface, uh, right there is the exit of this pathway, this chamber, and you find yourselves at the mouth of a snowy mountain path. And when you look around, you see the snow-covered peaks of like a really, really massive, imposing mountain surrounding you on all sides. And atop the tallest mountain, you can barely glimpse through the gusts of wind and snow and clouds uh, what looks to be like the, the shape of a giant tower. All right. Do you have that trident? Yeah, yeah, no. I, I definitely have that trident that's at the bottom of that chasm or whatever. Mm. We'll find another trident. Uh, don't worry, I have still my scythe. Let's go beat up this wizard and get him in, get us to get him <laughs> into the party. Mm. I'm I'm not in the Are best Are you sure mode. you're not a villain? <laughs> oh, I guess that's true. We have to find out if he's cool first. You're all talking about how high and mighty you were before. <laughs> Hey, I I just don't like assumptions. So I'm gonna assume what? he's one terrible. <laughs> That's the opposite. Yes. Alright, I, I head up the head up to this tower. Okay, well you can't quite just walk up to the tower, unfortunately. Because that that was supposed to be the easiest obstacle in your way. Uh-huh. Uh, uh I I I I I am so sorry, boys. So when you look around, you see (laughs) directly in front of you are two stone posts. Each post is embedded with a glowing blue crystal, but it's only very, very faintly glowing, like very dull. Uh, And the posts are connected by a stone base resting at the edge of, when you get closer to it, a gaping canyon. And you can barely make out the other side and you can almost see the the hazy silhouette of two matching stone posts, but there's nothing in between. I've seen Indiana Jones, and I throw a rock out to see if there's an invisible bridge. Uh, there's no invisible bridge. <laughs> I like your thinking, though. Well, but as your eyes mind. follow the path of the rock in its trajectory, you look down the canyon, and you can see the canyon walls are covered in a. Th- everything is covered in a thick layer of snow. And the canyon walls kind of slope near the bottom. Mm-hmm. And in the center between the two sides of the canyon, is a, is it looks to be like a big hole that's housing another one of those blue crystals, but it's much bigger. So you can be, see a blue crystal barely peeking out of that hole. Hmm. Mm. Hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Damn, that invisible bridge was a good idea. Yep. Nope, there's that. There goes my plan. It, it was a good idea, and maybe it comes from Tholinar's history with dwarven architecture. It's time for a history check, Thali. Oh. Well, I'll say Thali recognizes the, the these blue crystals as like activation crystals, which is kind of like a, a power source that dwarves use. Um, I believe if we just turn these, is there like a light switch on these these crystals? Uh, I've never really used these myself. Well, well, you know that if you activate the big crystal, it'll turn on the the small ones in the posts. Mm. And how far it it's like down in this cavern? It's way down in that cavern. I throw a rock at it. The rock doesn't quite cover the distance, <laughs> but it does like run into the side of the cavern, like when it starts to slope, and you could see it roll down the slope and start to gather snow around it. Dolly, that's it. And and turn into a bit of a snowball. Guys. But it misses 
what if we built the ultimate snowman? Uh, I like it. I like it. <laughs> we take three different rocks, and one at a time, we throw them down, and we build a snowman down there. Uh. And then he will go and turn on the big crystal. <laughs> the cold wizard appears behind He's like, you've <laughs> solved my puzzle. It's building a snowman. Yes. Got it. <laughs> no, that doesn't happen. Um, uh, so each each side is sloped? Each side is sloped, yeah. So I'm going to try and like roll a rock down from where we are. Um, cool. All the way down and see what and happens. Just try to aim it at the yeah. hole? Okay, cool. We're bowling. So I'm going to have you do a, just a dex to see if you can aim it. Uh, you guys want to help me with this? Sure. Yeah. I'll assist. Yeah. I got a 17. And if they're helping you, you'll have advantage. 18. Hey. That's all our help's worth. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right. So you guys line up the rock to see if you can roll it down the hill. The slope isn't perfectly straight. Like It, it has to go like down a sheer cliff first before it hits the slope. So it kind of zigs and zags its way down the slope a little bit, but as it does, it picks up more snow and turns into a bigger and bigger snowball. And it veers back on course and pummels right into the the crystal at the end. And when you hit it, you see it give off a, like a little pulse Turkey. that vibrates through the canyon <laughs> and up the mountainsides. <laughs> and when that happens, the wind uh, and the snow, because you were kind of in, a, in like a light blizzard right now, mm -hmm. everything like stops and goes quiet and becomes calm hell yeah and at that moment the crystals in the post near you uh glow brighter and you hear like a, a sharp noise emanating from under your feet kind of like it like clacking and clanking and out of the base of the posts uh ice blue planks start to pop out and float across towards the other side I start running across them. Bridge, 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 bridge. So what's all of your guys' passive perception? My, it's whatever your perception score is plus 10. So mine is 11. Mine's also 11. Mine is 12. All right. York, as you guys are running across this bridge, as it's uh, the bridge is forming itself right now, but as you're running across, you hear the snow start to dislodge behind you. Oh, and if you look behind you, you can see an avalanche is starting to form avalanche we gotta go quick yeah i'm just running as fast as possible yeah i cool i freak out let's do acrobatics to run across this uh this still forming ice bridge away from this avalanche that's a natural one i got a seven. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> mine's 13 i'm rolling 13 i'm rolling terribly i'll see you guys in hell <laughs> so what happens is Morty is leading the charge, and he is, uh, when when you guys discover that there's an avalanche behind you, you really pick up the pace, and again, oh god, those powerful bones of yours, Morty, those calves, <laughs> uh, they just propel you a little further than you, than you you expect, and your feet get ahead of the bridge as it's forming, and when one of the ice blocks forms in front of you, it catches your foot in between uh, two of the planks, and you get caught and Eli is able to leap over you and keep going, but uh, Thali trips over you, what? and they're both down on the bridge right now, and the avalanche is coming, and you can see that it's it's like overtaking the bridge as it's coming because it's a big avalanche. So you don't have much time, and Eli, your two companions, are down. 
go on without us, York. I really am doing like that thing where I have one hand up, one hand down. <laughs> and while you're thinking this over, Eli, you are the first to hear it, but you hear a shriek off in the distance Ooh. coming from where the tower is. I'm sure that won't hurt us. Like an animal shriek or humanoid? Yeah, kind of like a, but more, more, more scary. Oh, mm. I would, I would do it. I would emulate the sound, but I want to, I don't want to scare people. I'm thinking of what to do. Yeah, I know how I'm going to deal with my thing. Thali, you could probably just pick yourself up and keep going, too. <laughs> I think I think Thali was really uh, overacting, and he's definitely just like, I'm doomed. Oh. <laughs> Someone, please. Yeah, I choose to save Thali's life. Okay, good. Um... <laughs> Oh, you got this, uh, you got this, Morty. I do. York. Uh, I pop my leg off, and I, I pull up. Your leg falls. Yeah. I I pull my scythe and use that as kind of a crutch to continue moving. (laughs) Dude, Jet, that's, that's an awesome solution. I like that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Morty's down a leg, and, okay, so you're all back to moving across the bridge. Yeah. All right. One more dex check to see if you make it all the way. Acrobatics. Here we go, baby. Morty's got disadvantage. Oof. Just kidding. Just kidding. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm not kidding. No. Yeah. I'm not. Okay. Uh. Well, that's fine. I still, I still ended up with a fourteen. Okay. Morty doesn't die this episode yet. I got a nine. I got an eleven. All right. You are uh running. And the avalanche is like nipping at your heels, but you're almost across the bridge when you hear those shrieks get louder and you hear like a series of them and the the sound of big wings beating. And uh, Eli, you uh, make a dex save. Ten. You take an icicle to the calf. Uh, Not the calf muscle. Right at the end. Those are his jumping muscles. All our legs are down. <laughs> and you're going to take... You take three damage. <laughs> is that it? And the avalanche is filling up the, the canyon. And so after you make it across the bridge, you're mostly safe from the av- avalanche. Like ch- chunks of snow are still making it across. But you're able... Largely, you're, you're out of danger of the avalanche. Uh, but above you and in front of you are three giant ice pterodactyls. Isodactyls. Isodactyls. And you see each isodactyl is being ridden by uh, a dwarf. And one of them says, Surrender, flame cultists. We knew you'd be attacking eventually. I cast fireball. (laughs) (laughs) Now, now, you seem to have us confused with some other visitors. We never went in that fire door. That's what all the flame cultists would say if they did attack, we assume. Good sir, you do seem to have quite a mighty beast underneath you, but we are just three strugglers trying to make it up this mountain and meet with a very nice cold wizard who has an invitation to a party. Oh, likely story! All right, roll a a persuasion check. I'm bleeding out. Your vile, hot, sweaty tricks won't work on us. Finally, I got a 20. All right, cool. Uh, while while that one is yelling down at you, 
uh, he, he says, Heat has invaded your brains and driven you down a path of evil. Ice preserve us. You hear another one of them say, Carl, I, I don't think these are flame cultists. They be but in disguise. Their intentions are at least lukewarm, I can tell. And the third dwarf just laughs like, <laughs> and says, Ice, <laughs> ice cold. <laughs> now, I will, I will admit I like my coffee a, a little bit on the warm side, but I don't mind it. I don't mind it. I don't mind a good iced coffee. If, you know, if the, the time is right and in the morning, you know, I'm not... I'm not. No, I was just about to let him through. I'm not but no then he heat. Said that. I'm wait, not wait. no heat cultist. I'm not ob- objecting to the idea of iced coffee. I would just. I could oh go for an iced coffee though, right now. Yeah, I could drink one right now, even in the midst of this blizzard. Oh, I'm still not 100 percent sure, uh, Carl. Carl, I think I think it's fine. They seem pretty chill. I will drink the iced coffee to prove myself. <laughs> just give us an iced coffee, right? Just give me one. I dare you. Morty, do you have anything to add? I, you know what? I, I lost my leg here. I just kind of want to <laughs> talk to this stupid cold wizard and figure out where we're going. If your intentions are pure, perhaps the mighty cold wizard will bestow upon you a new leg with a powerful frozen calf made of ice. That'd be lovely, except if I go into anywhere where that melts. Don't mention melting in heat to us. Yeah, shh. Morty, play it cool. Morty. I mean, so there are, there are, you know, heat exists. That's a thing that we gotta deal oh, with. Oh, God. <laughs> no. Oh, they all cover their ears. <laughs> heat, heat does, oh, heat does no, not oh, exist. Heat, I, I knew you were heat cultists. You've undone all the goodwill your friend just bought you. I, I do not believe in heat. <laughs> Carl, calm down, man. We're... Carl, <laughs> Reel it in, reel it in, Carl. We're good. There's, their persuasion check worked by the, the rules of the game. They're allowed to pass. Yes. What what brings you here to the ice mountain? Why why are you here? Well, we're he- if be you not there's, heat cultists. There's some sort of a party going on, and we were we were sent to come and get the most expected of guests, the ice wizard. Co- the is that his name? Cold wizard. Cold, Cold wizard. <laughs> God damn it. You dare disrespect the I'm sorry, cold his, wizard? His cousin, the ice wizard, is an old friend of mine, and I do get them confused sometimes. Kill him. The ice wizard's a fucking dick. He is a dick. I will agree to that. <laughs> that was a trick. He's awesome. Well, <laughs> I don't like him very much, and that's my opinion. This, the third dwarf just goes, <laughs> frozen. <laughs> mm-hmm. You got my tongue. Real cold. <laughs> cold ice. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's let's move this along, guys. <laughs> so they land their isodactyls near you guys, and uh, the the one who was speaking reason reaches out a hand to one of you and says, "The name's Lance Stone Thrower. Um, just I'm one of the 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 guardians of the the cold." Uh, you can join me on the isodactyl, and we'll escort you to the tower to speak to the cold wizard. Well, thank you, Lance. You're the you're the kindest individual we've met so far today. I call dibs with Lance. <laughs> I call dibs with the crazy guy. 
<laughs> Who's riding with me? Ah, the skeleton. We shall get along swimmingly. Put your cold bones against my body. Well, then. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> the the yeah. third one, he's just cackling to himself. Like, <laughs> chilly. And um, you can see they're all wearing goggles. And Lance and Carl are both wearing, like, ice armor uh, with tufts of fur sticking out the sides and uh the third one you discover his name is bertrand the others tell you and he's buck-ass naked you gotta embrace and... the cold <laughs> he's got a big bushy white beard oh. that isn't quite long enough to cover anything you'd not want to see mm. um and he's just like he's just laughing hysterically and saying random things about cold and ice and stuff like that and that's the one you're on, Stephen. Well, oh, now. Good choice. Uh, when you get on and touch your body to his, he bites back at you. I'm getting a little bit of personal here. And uh, Lance Lance swings his isodactyl nearby. He's like, I'd, I'd advise not getting too close to, to Bertrand. He's Any amount of warmth is too much for him. He's a true cultist, a, a true believer. I'll just stand back on this uh, terrifying beast that we are riding. And uh, so they all fly up on their isodactyls and head towards the tower. Is that... Uh... Well, ain't this fun. Is it episode end? It's not, it's not the end. It, we're getting to the end <laughs> oh, soon, okay. but this isn't in the end. Unless you're trying to get out of here. No, right? I'm not. I'm just... There is no air conditioning, and I've sealed myself off in a heat <laughs> pit. <laughs> you're in the heat. Ironically. Wizard. The heat! The <laughs> heat! Of, I feel it! I've set oh, myself this some sort hot. of heat trap in the real world. What are you doing to me? You're melting my armor with your heat. You're a skeleton. Why are you so hot? Yeah, I want to turn on the air. No, Jet wants to get cold. Oh, good. I feel your cold intentions quiver down my spine. <laughs> oh, my. You would you would make a fine cultist. Cultist. <laughs> so you guys fly towards the tower. And now that the blizzard has settled down, you can you can actually make out what it is. And as you approach it, you realize the entire tower is made completely out of a massive block of solid ice. And you see more similar uh, kind of like dwarf cold uh, worshippers, uh, like frozen into statues and stuff outside of the tower. Like it looks like there's one frozen as if he's like gathering water or picking or digging through the snow or whatever else it would people would be doing in a snow region for survival. And so you land on top of the tower at the helipad and the dwarves escort you down into to a uh, a massive room. And Lance says, uh, "Please make yourselves at home. The cold wizard, he's a he's a very busy man, but he'll be in to see you as, as soon as he can." Mm. And uh Carl says, don't let your heat get anywhere. Keep it contained. I'm and they exit. breathing back into my own mouth. Don't worry. Don't you? Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, so now you guys are in this chamber. All right, guys. This has been uh, a bit of a thing. Uh, anyone got any wood or planks or something that I could jerry-rig a leg? Or some sort of... You're not trying to start a fire in there, are you? <laughs> Really use a campfire of some sort. Actually, can mm. I uh, borrow your crowbar? 
Yeah, <laughs> there, there we go. There you go, Morty. Okay, I'm gonna tie the crowbar to attach that there. My uh, is there some bones. role we can do to see how well you artifice this new false lake? Um, medicine, uh, medicine or intelligence <laughs> would work. Um, I think yeah. yeah. Let's just do a raw intelligence check. You have high intelligence. Yeah. Ezekiel's gonna be so di- disappointed by the loss of that calf. That'll be an 18. All right. Yeah, I would imagine you put it curved end down so that will almost function as a foot for mm-hmm. you you got a little foot and it's it's pretty well secured this is already like this has already been a long trip <laughs> oh my he says as he stands up on a crowbar <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit shorter than your other leg you too. don't see me complain about my leg as I'm like bleeding out, still bleeding. <laughs> it's bleeding out. The icicle that was in it has now melted. None of us can cure it. Yeah. Give me that crowbar. <laughs> Put on those wax. I need to. Why does he get a new leg? I need a new leg. After a while, Carl steps back into the room and he's holding a long horn made of ice, and he says, "Now entering the master of the cold, protector of all things devoid of heat." And the warden of the peaks, the mighty cold wizard. Mm-hmm. Uh, ice preserve us. I kneel. And he blows the ice trumpet, making a very flat sound, because it's a trumpet made of ice. And yeah, he bows and he motions for all of you to bow as well. I imagine the horn sounds like a raspberry, because it's just like kind of wet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bow. Yeah, I bow. I bow. Yeah. Kind of hard to bow with the... Uh, this leg right now. So. I kick the crowbar. I yeah, I kick the crowbar from underneath. Him. <laughs> Damn, Eli. All right. After you guys are all bowed low and Morty's flat on his face, uh, then enters an unusually large dwarf covered from head to toe in uh, like a blue attire. He's got a big pointy blue wizard hat, blue robes, blue pointy shoes, and a blue staff with another one of those crystals embedded in it that's glowing uh, vibrantly. And his beard, he's got a big bushy beard that's covered in ice shards and the similar sort of goggles that the other dwarves are wearing. And at his side, you see another one of those salamanders from before, the ones you fought in the last episode. But where those salamanders had fire running along their spines, this one has ice. And the cold wizard says... Ah, yes, I sensed the presence of excess heat in my domain. I thought it might be tricky flamed cultists trying to sneak their way into my kingdom. Why have you come, flamed cultists? We have come to offer you a Kleenex. (laughs) I don't see what you're trying to get at exactly. We've come to party. Let's go to the party. Yada, yada, yada. There is... A party down below, and we believe you should be there. Down below, where the heat swells? Yes, but we can make it real cold. You can? I I believe. How? Um, Well, we'll bring some of this snow, and we'll just carry it all down there. You try to trick me with my own power? You think I don't know what will happen to the snow in the recesses of the mountain? Guys. Guys, I don't know. I love to party, but I won't party it anywhere. 
whether there exists the heat wizard. I'd mm. rather drink a tall glass of warm milk before being caught at a party attended by my sworn enemy. Oh yeah, he didn't show up. Yeah, there's... The heat wizard is not present? Nope. I, then why is it that my snow cultists have notified <laughs> me of his presence at that party? Uh, because they really just don't want you to leave, I guess. Mm, yeah, they, they want you here. They want you Carl. for themselves. Carl? Carl, get in here, Carl. I, guys, I... Carl, did you did you lie to me, Carl, <laughs> about our secret cold information network? You told me the heat wizard was at the party. You know how much I love to party. Uh, no, the, the, no the, I've got the report right here, sir. It says the heat wizard is in full attendance with, all, with as many uh, heat cultists as he could bring to the party. He said, he said, and I quote, it's, he's going to make it hot in there. Oh, no. And they're going to take off all their clothes. I have it on good authority that he is uh, busy in his own apartments uh, working on a busted water line. And uh, exactly what authority is that? Uh, the authority of me. Not bad. Mm-hmm. And my two esteemed associates here can back me up, right? Isn't that right, boys? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Uh... <laughs> this sounds like some more heat cultist trickery to me. Nope, we already uh, we already promised you we're not heat cultists. <laughs> that one, that so one you worked. you present yourselves as friends? You agree with the ideologies of the cold? Hot cold, it doesn't really matter. They're both fine. Oh, uh, does it matter? I don't believe in hot. <laughs> yes, no, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Take it from a man who has committed his whole life to the cold. It matters. It greatly matters. Oh, I, I agree. The temperature does matter a lot, which is why we really need to cool down that party. Cool it down. I never thought of it that way. Mm-hmm. If if we go to this party, will you assist me in cooling it down? Oh, absolutely, sir. Carl, go fetch our guests something cold to drink. We have plans to make. Uh, yes, right away, sir. I'll have a milkshake. Oh, oh, good choice. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't really drink. How about some jelly beans? <laughs> I don't really eat either. Oh, I, I will uh, take you up on that iced coffee. All right. Yeah, Carl returns with a. Uh, a milkshake and an iced coffee. And bear in mind, it is extremely cold in the Cold Wizard's Tower. Now, I am just a little bit lactose intolerant. I do hope you guys are ready for this later. Then why did you order a milkshake? <laughs> yeah, you know, sometimes you gotta take these risks. We've got some lactate to help it pass. Mm, well, maybe, you know, I would appreciate that. Uh, Carl Koch is some lactate. I really don't like coffee, so... <laughs> <laughs> Why did you order coffee? <laughs> you spit in the cold wizard's hospitality? I'll take a popsicle. Popsicles, <laughs> yes. Banana flavor. All right, Carl goes and fetches a popsicle. All right, eat it. Every last drop, <laughs> you too, skeleton. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now that we have eaten this ceremonial popsicle, yes. we can be on our way. After we get you dressed in the proper party attire, 
Oh boy, well, that sounds great. Call three got the outfits. And uh, he brings out nice outfits for all of you that are uh, <laughs> that are not dresses. That are, that are not dresses. I, They're made of ice and stuff. I imagine it's like the yeah, like the Elsa clothes for Frozen, except I don't know, maybe a suit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Morty's is skin tight. Yep, bone tight, <laughs> bone tight. You can see all the crevices and crannies in Morty. Um, and he takes you out through the big gateway out the back of the tower. And there is a bunch of like skis and snowboards and stuff like that. Hell yeah. And the cold wizard straps on a snowboard and he says, time to party boys. All right. And I, I think I get a ski. I use skis. One single ski. (laughs) Just one ski. (laughs) I grabbed the snowboard. I definitely grabbed the skis. All right. So uh, you and some of the snow cultists are all going to snowboard back down uh, to like the original entryway that you guys were in at the beginning of the episode. Whee! And I grabbed my trident on the way down. <laughs> oh. uh, it, you're not going the same, down oh. the same path. Damn. Oh. That trident's gone forever. See you later, Trident. Cool. I'm just going to end the episode with you guys all snowboarding down the mountain with the, the cold Sweet. wizard. Nice. And that's going to do it for another episode of The Battle Buddies. If you enjoyed the episode and you're looking for more of that yummy, tasty Battle Buddies goodness, ice cold, ready to go down smooth, go and check out The Battle Buddies Chronicles. That was the origin of this show where we all got together and started to play D&D and record it as a podcast. And there are two full seasons, three years worth of content, uh, 80 plus episodes. So if you really need to get your Battle Buddies fixed, that's the place to go. And if that still doesn't quite state your thirst for Battle Buddies fun, go to the website radbotproductions.com. There you can see all of the episodes that were released for all of the Battle Buddies podcasts and the other projects that we're working on and art for the show. Also, you could go hit up our Instagram, The Battle Buddies. Pretty easy to find and we're posting all the art for this new season there and we're going to start updating it with all the archive, the Chronicles art as well. So look forward to that. And, and, and if by some foreign supernatural freak of nature that, that's still just not doing it for you, too fucking bad, because that's all we got. But we're working on more all the time, so just stay tuned, and we'll see you August 2nd. Woo! For the next episode. All right, see you then. Yay! Yay!